My name is Sonia Brock, and I'm podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. This podcast is about my mother and about hobbies. Now, my mother was a keen hobbyist, a craftsperson, and someone who should have been a professional, but shied away from it. She had been a flapper in the 20s, and somehow being a professional didn't seem like the right thing to do, especially when it related to things like art. I don't know why some women are that way, but they are, and I am too to some extent. My mother had any number of hobbies over time. She would catch a fever for doing some particular craft. I remember seashell jewelry. These tiny little white shells from Florida were dyed pink and green and yellow and even purple, you name it. Their chalky white surfaces took well to pastel dyes. Clear plastic circles and ovals were used as a backing whereon these tiny seashells were glued. Clear cement for gluing them on had recently become available to general hobbyists beyond their more special use of gluing model airplane parts together. She would meticulously, using tiny tools and toothpicks and things, torture and manipulate these little colored shells into various designs, often as rose petals. The flowers could be large, and constructions take up the whole backing, or could form a bouquet of variously colored blossoms. Now this is an ephemeral art. It is fragile. I was just on eBay seeking out old-time shell jewelry, and there are a few good examples there, but bidding on them is fairly fierce. I was outbid twice on one collection I had my eyes on. Oh, well, I didn't really need them. It was just for the memory's sake. There's something about being on eBay and rummaging in the Western world's attic there that is curiously addictive. Any hobby or craft from time gone by is out there, someplace, hanging on by a thread. Collectors are a special breed and will traverse all obstacles in search of the desired item. Another phrase for collector is pack rat. This tiny orchestral snippet is from a wonderful collection online from the University of California in Santa Barbara, Department of Special Collections, their Cylinder Preservation and Digitization Project. to shell jewelry. My mother would spend hours tinkering with these ephemeral artifacts. I'm not sure that she wore them much. She wore them somewhat. The excitement was in the making of them, pulling all the bits together to create a beautiful artificial bouquet. It was a conversation piece. Then the fever would pass soon to make way for another fever. 
Some of these lasted longer than others. She took up oil painting, and I remember going out with our family friend Moina, who drove us, into the country in search of a good scene. We kids would play around in the fields or, as was often the case, in an ancient country graveyard where the tombstones made a good place to perch whilst eating a picnic sandwich. My mother would sit on her artist's stool with her easel in front of her and she painted. She painted a fair number of trees. Trees were good. She had talent. A professional artist once complimented her work as being neat by which he meant well-composed and thought-out, tidy and well-balanced. She was very careful about her compositions and how things look, and it gave her work a sort of mannered style, but it was art. She ran out of storage space for her canvases, and the less favored ones were stacked up on a high shelf in the garage in back of the house. The better ones hung on our walls, of course, or were given away as gifts, but never sold. In her later years, she went into pottery, making pots and bowls and plates and mugs, all kinds of things from clay, and again, she was very, very good at it. She had been persuaded to initial her works at this point by someone she had taken a course from. There are pieces of pottery all over southern Ontario burying the initials P.F. for Phyllis Fricker on their bottoms. They will be around long after most of us are gone because pottery is rather durable. She worked with glazes and had a kiln and a wheel to do her pots on, and again she was quite good at it all, but refused the title of professional. She wove. She was a weaver. She made articles of clothing and rugs and placemats and hangings, her color sense was a bit primary. She liked orange and red. I think it was part of the palette of her times. Different eras have different palettes. There was a beautiful four-harness loom and other looms and a whole room upstairs devoted to wool. Apparently there is some wool packed up in my sister's basement, which I am supposed to take sometime because, guess what? I'm a hobbyist, too, and a craftsperson. My fever, at present, is for something called ATCs, artist trading cards. These are little two-and-a-half by three-and-a-half pieces of cardstock decorated with a montage of bits of art, ephemera, stamps, and also stamped with a rubber stamp. They are to art what sampling is to music. Some of them are hand-drawn or painted or digitized, but for the most part, they are accumulations of bits until the whole is greater than the parts, not unlike, in some ways, my mother's seashell jewelry. This is Sonia Brock, podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I can be reached through my website at www.soniabrock.com.